Hey, this is Mildred, one of the Keto Sisters. Welcome to the Keto Sisters Keto Lifestyle and Life's Journey podcast, where I'll be documenting our journey and providing tips to help you maintain optimal health and to live your best life. Three sisters, three journeys. We've had our challenges. Find out what was the only common stabilizer. We are passionate about helping others crush their goals. I've been on this journey for a while and I've tried it all. Fat loss has always been difficult for me. The weight just seems to stick and it's been quite a journey over the years. I've tried different diets. Honestly, I've been there. I've tried exercise. I was committed to exercising. I even had a personal trainer for more than a year. But when I stopped, the weight gradually picked up again. Just like everyone, I really have to find the time to put in the exercise. I've always been one to find the time, whether it's early morning, a walk during a break at work, or after work. I've learned to find the time. But I always ask myself, why has it been so difficult for me? Why do others seem to find it so easy? Thank you for listening in as we journey together to better. Appreciate you. Super excited for this episode. Well, if you are like me, you always want to know whenever you endeavor in something new, you wish somebody had given you all the details, the 411 of what you are embarking on. As you know, I started my keto journey several years ago, and honestly, I wish somebody had told me what it is that I was getting myself into. So I'm so excited for our episode for today, where we will be talking about my top nine things nobody tells you when you start keto. As with everything, there are always pros and cons to doing anything. So today I just wanted to dive into a little bit about what to expect if you are embarking and starting out on your keto journey. Number one, energy. You will experience more energy than you've ever had before. Most people have a 2 p.m., 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. slump. This is obviously after lunch when they have zero energy. Most of us come home from work and we sit on the couch and have no energy. And this is why, unfortunately, obese people tend not to have any energy. So, when you start to drop your glucose levels, those sugars and carbs that are in your body, your body is literally letting go of all the excess energy. But it has to get burned off somewhere. So you will find that for most of us who are on keto or in ketosis, you will find yourself with these bursts of energy. And at times you're cooking, baking, vacuuming, washing off floors at midnight because you have this huge amount of energy. It's almost endless. And now I find myself having that steady energy levels throughout the day. Personally, Personally, I love to take walks. I started out walking like a round trip of two miles, but now I can actually do bursts of seven to eight miles twice a day 
effortlessly. I have so much energy and honestly, that energy is off the charts. And here's the great thing about that. I actually have more energy on my return leg. At the time when you think that you would be super tired because you've been walking for such a long time, I actually have this best of energy and I feel that my return leg is actually faster than the one that I'm going out when I'm walking. I do not have any afternoon slumps. Even when I have a big meal at lunch, since I make sure that I am taking high fats and proteins, small amounts of carbs, I do not get that afternoon energy slump. So energy you will experience will definitely be off the charts. Number two, the scale. Sometimes you won't see a difference on the scale, but you will drop a few dress sizes. The scale can be very, very deceiving. Sometimes the scale is not going to move. And I know this can be so discouraging. This was the most difficult part for me, not seeing the scale move. Most of us, the movement of the scale is a gauge of success. And even though I personally know that I cannot rely just on the scale, it is a good feeling to see those numbers go down. Obviously, I am a creature of habit and I love seeing those numbers going down, even though at times I know that, yes, I am losing the weight. And what might be happening is that I might be turning my fat into muscle and not actually see it on the scale. So don't be discouraged if you don't see any movement on the scale. At the beginning, I spent a few weeks at the same weight, but I actually felt a difference in the fit in my clothes. It's always good to take actual measurements. During those first few weeks, I was able to actually see my physical changes. I lost inches from my hips, my bust, my waist. It was absolutely amazing. So don't be discouraged if you do not see a change on the weight, on the scale. I actually advise that don't use the scale. Gauge by how you feel because there you can actually see how much progress you're making even within the first few weeks. Number two, food. You will love foods you used to hate. Honestly, there is something that just changes when you change what you're eating. You're going to fall in love with foods you don't even think were possible for you to love. Most people detest foods such as mushrooms, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, spinach. But I have found that these are my new found favorites. So don't be surprised when you start loving the foods that you really did not like before. Number four, taste. Food that you used to love will not taste as good. It could actually be disgusting. Here is a shocker. Food that you used to love before is going to be unpleasant at best or disgusting at worst. I honestly wouldn't have believed it before starting keto. I was raised on corn, bread, rice, and potatoes. My childhood favorites were no longer my favorites anymore. All those tastes are amplified in some way, obviously. My tastes have changed being on low carb for so long, but honestly, the food just did not taste like I remembered. Number five, 
fats. You don't have to eat an extraordinary amount of fat to lose weight. Honestly, you don't need to eat a whole load of fat to lose weight. And this is a mistake most people make starting out. So when we say make sure you eat plenty of fat or keep the fat intake as high as you can, we need to put it into contact. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to eat a stick of butter or drink an entire carton of cream. What that means is put fat on your plate and eat until you're full. If you eat too much fat in each meal, what's going to happen is that you are now ingesting the fat that your body needs to burn. So eat less fat, eat less dietary fat to burn more body fat. And it is a very subtle difference between keto success and keto failure. But you definitely have to watch those fats. Number six, carb content. You will be horrified at the carb content of the food you used to eat. The carb content of the food I used to eat is pretty shocking, like a small potato. Honestly, probably the size of a baby potato is actually 20 grams of carbs. Honestly, that tiny little thing has so much grams of carbs. Shocker, right? There are just some things that have so much in terms of a carb content. So you just have to be mindful. Personally, I've always had a sweet tooth as well. And I loved yogurt with fruit only to find out that it was loaded with sugars. So now I resort to plain Greek yogurt and I add fresh fruit and homemade granola mix for that little crunch. I'm now finding ways of adapting what I eat to make sure that my carb intake is not as high as it used to be. Number seven, fasting. Skipping meals and fasting will make you feel like a superhero Honestly, I love intermittent fasting as well as an actual long fast. I have managed to implement intermittent fasting in what I do. Surprisingly, skipping meals and fasting is actually going to make you feel awesome. Absolutely awesome. I can go for hours without eating. Honestly, I have trained my body only to eat when I am really hungry. Did you know that at times we eat just because the clock says it's time to eat and not because we are actually hungry? That is just a routine that we are used to and then we go and get food. But when you can go for very long periods without eating, you'll be surprised at how awesome you will actually feel. I know of some fasting superstars who can go for a week or even more without eating a meal. Obviously, I am not there and I don't necessarily want to be there. But I have found that I can actually do intermittent fasting. And then once a month, I do a metabolic reset. I fast for a period of 48 to 60 hours. It honestly makes me feel really, really good, feel empowered, focused, 
and the mental clarity is off the charts. The fact that the longer I fast, the better I feel is incredible. Consider trying the guided fast. You can start where you are most comfortable. We actually have our good, better, best approach, which is you can fast for a 24-hour period, 48-hour or 60-hour period. And it's all up to you, your choice. Should you want to take me off on the offer, just send me a message and I'll help you out on that guided fast. But I honestly tell you that it makes a big difference in how you feel after that. Number eight, poop. Yes, I know it's not something that we really like talking about, but poop will be a very unique occurrence. It will factor more in your life. Poop is going to be a factor in your life more than you've ever dreamed possible. When you start keto, the two things that are going to happen are you're either going to be able to poop so much or it will be the total opposite where you're not going to be able to go at all. Unfortunately, those are the two extremes that exist and it all depends on the person. We are all different, so it will be different for everybody. Always keep in mind that since we are different, when you start keto, obviously you're going to have significant changes in your body. So as your body adjusts, it will adjust in a different way. Way. Keep in mind, you are having significant changes to your body, significant changes to the type of fuel that is going in and the type of digestive enzymes that you're going to need to digest that different food. Since when we start, we've been eating a lot of carbs and a lot of starchy veggies, the enzymes that we use to break down the food in our body and in our stomach is different to the type of enzymes that we will need to break down fats and proteins. So obviously, you're likely to experience some digestive disturbance. That's why when people fast, when they break the fast, they do it gently. It can cause a very urgent need to visit the bathroom if you break your fast, not in a gentle way. Number nine, sleep. You will sleep much better. You're going to sleep like you've never slept before. People say sleep like a baby. Well, I'm not so sure because to be honest, my babies woke up every few hours, so I cannot necessarily say sleep like a baby. But the truth of the matter is you will definitely sleep better. When your head hits the pillow, you are gone and you will sleep the entire night and wake up refreshed and full of energy and ready to tackle your day. But Truly, the quality of my sleep has honestly changed. It's much deeper and it's much more relaxed. And I really hope that anyone who is listening who has sleep issues will actually benefit from this. And I would love to hear from you if you found that keto has helped you with your sleep. These were some fascinating facts I know. Let's do a quick recap of the top list of things 
nobody ever tells you before you start keto. Number one, energy. You will experience energy more than energy you have ever had before. Two, the scale. Sometimes you won't see a difference of the scale, but you will drop a few dress sizes. That's a guarantee. Number three, food. You will love foods you used to hate. Four, taste. Food that you used to love will not taste as good. Actually, it might be a little disgusting. Number five, fats. You don't have to eat tons of fat to lose weight. Six, carb content. You will be horrified at the carb content of the food you used to eat. Seven, fasting. Skipping meals and fasting will make you feel like a superhero. Honestly, I love intermittent fasting as well as a long fast. Eight, poop. Poop becomes a very common occurrence or not. It will definitely be a factor more in your life. Nine, sleep. You will sleep much better, better than you did before. Now, somebody has told you. I hope this will help you. You at least now have the 411 on what to expect when you start keto. Obviously, I do not do a keto diet. I eat low carb, but I make sure that I supplement with ketones, which keeps me in ketosis. So till next time, have a good one and happy listening. That is it for our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening in. Real quick, I have a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, please do share. If you could take just a few seconds out of your busy schedule to subscribe and leave an honest review and rating, I would forever be grateful. Till next time, happy listening.